Hey friend, welcome to the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Damio Shodi, and I'm so happy that you're here listening to the Planter Podcast. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Planter Podcast, where we talk about faith, growth, and lifestyle. Today, I have an awesome guest, which is actually a very close friend of mine. We've been going to school for a pretty long time. We've been going to school at FIU. I've seen him come up um, in his journey with Christ, and I thought it would be so important for him to share with you all his story to hopefully help those out there who may be struggling with their walk with Christ. So without further ado, I would like to welcome my friend, Chino. Hello, Donnie. Thank you for having me. You know, you're supposed to clap. That's oh, that's bad. the whole point. Like when I, you know, I wasn't ready. <laughs> it's okay. Though. It's all right. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And we're doing something new today. We're actually in person, so this yeah, this good. is outside of your this is outside of your format, right? Yeah. Okay. So right, this this will be, you know. A show to remember. This is like the Breakfast Club Christian version. Honestly. Right? <laughs> Honestly, this reminds me I feel me like of you're going to show them in the Gabby right now. It's some like, grill me. <laughs> true, true. All right. So let's just get straight into the question. So like I said, everyone, um, he's just basically going to talk about his story. Um, so I gave a little intro about who you are, but who are you? <laughs> Um, you know your journey and everything to know Christ um, obviously well you know my name is Chino for the people that don't know me Um, I'm 22 about to turn 23 in November Um, I've been coming to FIU for like three four years now Um, just studying and working just trying to get along and just like anybody else just trying to graduate (laughs) true we wish you Mm-hmm. We've been in this four years strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell us about your journey to knowing Christ for yourself. You know, like everything that's gone on from you from the beginning to where you are now. Got you. Well, um, what started it all, I guess, was my mother. Like she was the one that um, basically, she, obviously, when you're a kid, mom takes you to church on Sundays, probably on Wednesdays. And encourages you to, you know, pursue God, you know, at, from a young age. Um, with my mom, it basically started with, um, she started to know Christ around the time that she came to the U.S. Um, I'm from, well, my family's from Honduras. And um, she basically just started going to church and she just never left. Like, she just felt, I guess, a new passion and with that, she grew with it, and she tried to instill those same principles on me. So from a very early age, I guess, like, she was taking me to church, trying to, you know, make me grow. But I didn't start getting, like, personal, personal until, like, definitely closer to adulthood, like, recent years, you know? When you're a kid, you don't really understand what goes on. It isn't until you, like, you grow up and you really start making decisions on your own that you can say, hey... Yeah, I, I really do follow Christ. I really do have love for Jesus. 
in the midst of you, like, throughout your adult role, you just entered adulthood. But when you were making the decision to follow Christ, what was it that caused you to realize that you needed to take your walk more seriously? Because we understand that you've been in the church since you were a child. But from the time you were a child up until now, like, what was it that caused you to take it seriously? Well, when I started college, um, basically when, it, when, when I started school, that's when... You know, I was on myself and I was independent. And that's when I started to, you know, basically have like, you know, my own thoughts, my own, you know, my own ideas. I guess what did it for me was like after a certain while of doing the same thing, I didn't like where I was going. I didn't feel, I felt like something was missing. Like I felt kind of lost. And the thing about God is that God, you know, for his children, he never... He never leaves. He's always there. He's always looking after you, no matter what. And I just felt like a constant, like tugging, a constant pulling to look for God more, and you know, just keep pursuing. Keep there. It's like something has to change. I guess at that point in my life, I felt like something, something had to give in because I just, I was not, I wasn't doing. I wasn't like no matter what I was doing, though I was in school, though I was working, though I was doing my own thing, I still was not happy with where my life was at that point. So, did you think that you maybe desired even a more meaning to life because you said that you had, you know, you were in school, you had a job, you had the basic things that every human being, especially at our age, would want. Was there like, was there? Did you feel like there was something more? like substance to your life like did you even know your purpose then did you know i mean nah, I, didn't, I didn't even at that point i don't even think i want i even knew what i wanted to do like as an adult like what direction like what career like i i knew what major for example like in college i wanted to take but i didn't know what i wanted to do with that or how i was going to go about it let alone you know what my meaning was so you can only imagine like just how you know, imagine like you're 17, 18 and you're doing all these things, you're working, you have your own spot, you're, you know, paying bills. Like it was, though I was always, though I was independent, even as a teen, that was still a big transition for me. So yeah, there was definitely a desire to do to, it was desire for substance. There was a desire to look for something that was missing and definitely Jesus never he was always there, just knocking at my door. Just, hey, whenever you're ready, kid. Whenever you're ready, kid. You know? So it was the constant tugging on your heart then that really just... Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was a constant, constant tugging. Like, even when I felt like I was good, it was it, it, it was short-lived. There was always something that always, no matter what, like, even if I... When I went, when I felt like I went forward, it it wasn't when I reached that point. I was like, okay, something is still missing. Something is still like I need something, here, you know. And it just it, I don't know. I don't know if it was because of the fact that I was my mom would always tell me to like you need to go to church, you need to do this, you need to you know see God, you know. And obviously when you're a kid, you're like, you know, yeah, my I, I hear you, I hear you, it, you know, whatever. But still, even by myself, like when I was in my room by myself. You know, I was in my car by myself. I was just doing my own thing. I just, you know, there was always this thought like, yeah, I need to, I need to look for God. I need to, I need to do more. From your perspective, how do you feel like, I guess we can say adults 
can encourage like younger children. So you were in the church, but you still didn't know Christ for yourself. So how can adults really encourage children to get to know God for themselves? Especially at that young age, you know, because it's just like, you know, okay, like God, okay, whatever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Well, I, I mean, to me, I guess, don't make things so religious. Don't make things so like black and white for, um, especially now where kids have the attention span of a, of a two-year-old, you know, like no matter how old you can be, like, trust me, I, I have that, I have that problem. I space out, you know, like just, there's, it's not, it's not fun for a kid to just have like traditional, like, okay, yeah, you have to do this, you have to do that. Nah, like it's not, you know, God is, God is your father, but God is also fun. You know, God is also, God is supposed to be, you know, more than just, okay, go to church on Sundays. God is supposed to be part of your everyday life. You know what I'm saying? What can, what can we do as adults, as parents, as brothers, as older siblings to encourage, you know, the youth to look for God, you know? Okay. So more along the lines of, like you said, not having everything so black and white, but just letting kids almost find God for themselves. Yes, have structure, but also give them the room to be like, hey, why don't you go search this out for for yourself? Exactly. Because I feel like a lot of children are taught like this is it and that's final, but there's no like thought process involved. There's no thinking involved. So we can read scripture as a child and memorize scripture as a child, but it means nothing to us because we've never really sat down to think about it. Most children won't. I mean, there's some kids that will, but for the most part, they won't. Yeah, those are the yeah, but those are the kids with the you know with the IQ like of Albert Einstein and Boy, Nicholas and, and Nicholas Tesla <laughs> combined. You know, that was <laughs> the, me. The, the the bookworms, obviously. Yeah, you know. I mean, for me, if I it think... was you, congrats, man, because that that's what's up because. Even for me, it was difficult. But I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, when I mean, when you're a kid, you just wanna, you just wanna go out and play, go out and have fun, you know. So, I guess encourage kids to find other kids with the same interests, with the same background, to you know seek God together, you know. You know, it, it's because it, there's no point of having a a, a older a older person teaching a kid how to be a kid you know like oh you have to do this you have to do that like it's you just it's not gonna happen like you know it's only gonna push a kid away yeah no this has been something i wrote about this in one of my recent posts it was called bad company corrupts good character and most of the time i think we think about friends and we can say the same thing for friends like you should surround yourself especially as a child with people who are you know like you know that are good but also i feel it's important that the leaders in the church as well should um especially the ones leading the younger kids should be looked at like intensely by the other leaders to make sure that they are doing the right job because the thing with kids is you could be in church all day every day for 10 years or however many years until adulthood and have learned nothing because or or like you've me. learned basically or, yeah or you've learned something but at the end of the day it it's not real 
it's not the real image of God. It's uh, it's it's pragmatic or dogmatic. Of course, you know, it's it's this equals this. Of course, and then when the child grows up and tries to like do something with that and realizes it's not working, then they lose faith in Christ. All like in everything, mm-hmm. you know. So of course, I feel like leaders. Um, especially those over kids are really important because I find it very interesting. The reason I'm even talking about this, somebody's like, okay, why are you talking about this? Because I'm just like, how is it that you were in the church for so long and then it wasn't until you're about like, what, 19, 20? I would say. Yeah, Yeah, because I was never, because it was just, like I told you, it was black and white. They just told me, all right, this is that and that is this and that's it. Like, that's God. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't really, it was basically like they would shut my opinion out or they would, you know, like, well, why is this? Like, it's, it, it was no questions asked. It was don't question God. Don't do anything. So, I mean, I would go to church and that's where my relationship would end. Like, I would go, go to God's crib, as I like to call it. And then as soon as service was over, go back home to my, you know, to my basketball or whatever, whatever was popping that night. It was never like, that, you know, it, in a nutshell. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't sit here and tell you like what I was learning because you know at the end of the day I was going to church to go to church because my mom forced me to do it you know sometimes I I didn't want to but at the end of the day I always knew it was a good thing for me even if it wasn't like so you know like even though I wasn't looking for it I knew that it was something good trying to come out of it exactly exactly you see God be working Slowly but surely, in the time that we feel like he's not doing anything, he's coming through. For so, sure, for sure. You know, so I'm glad that eventually you came to that realization on your own to know God for yourself. Of course, I mean a lot of trial and error. You had to make. I had to make mistakes to get to the point where I am at. To point to the point to to realize that you know God is who God is. You know. Right. Right, and that's another thing too. Like people don't talk about that. There's a certain trial and error that happens, or there's a certain like life process Definitely. that goes on. Definitely. When it comes to knowing Christ, like Definitely. you know, for some of us, we're fortunate to know God, like when we're young and we stick with Him. But for the most of the world, y'all, like people have to go through life first to really Tragedies, find God. Um, crazy experiences to even get to a certain point right you know so if you if you're one of those few people that you know got it right first time or second time hey god bless you man god bless you're blessed dog. you're blessed you know? And, you know but it all it's all everybody's story it yeah. all ends to your or adds to your testimony so it's yeah. all good it's all good however your journey went um you're still bringing glory to god either way so Amen. right so next thing i want to ask you um, that I feel could be important, especially in the time that it really took you to know God, right? So I think so many of us can relate to having a lot of hardships in our lives. And what events or circumstances in your life did, made you feel that God wasn't there for you? That's a pretty, uh, I mean, that's a pretty interesting question. I mean, a lot of things sometimes. Sometimes, like, like I told you, um, though I'm going to church, or though I was going at that time was going to church, you know, sometimes you don't grasp you don't grasp what's going on. So 
at that point growing up, like my father was kind of like in and out of my life. You know, that was one thing. So I always felt, you know, I always held like, I guess I've, I had some sort of like daddy issue or whatever, as, you know, some people may say. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. But I guess it was the fact that, you know, when, when things were like collapsing like that or when, you know, I or, or when even when nothing around me was going right, when I felt like nothing around me was going right, you know, when, you know. I couldn't, I didn't have money to eat. I didn't have money to pay bills, you know. And obviously as a human, when, when things around you aren't going well, you question, you sometimes question like, what's going on? Why is this? You don't realize that God is at work. You don't realize that, you know, God likes to break things apart to rebuild them, you know. So that for me was, you know, one thing. So... When it comes to having, like, I don't know, like, a lack of a father figure at home, what would you say, to, especially to the men out there? I know most of us women, we have daddy issues. But for the men out there, how would you tell them to handle those type of, those times? Like, what would you say to encourage them? God is your almighty father. doesn't matter if your father wasn't there for you. God is the one who... God is your true father. God is the one who really has your back. No matter who or what the situation is, like, God will never let you go. Um, I always try to fall back on that principle. Always and forever, no matter what goes on, you know. And, yeah, God is your father, ultimately. And that's that's all. Like, if you if you can keep those, like, no matter how bad it is, if you can keep that thought, if you can tell yourself that, like, throughout the day, you know, Things will definitely, you know, progress for yourself. And I think that's true because you're still here. Yeah. It's a testimony that you're still here. Especially when you said that even not having enough money for bills. I mean, I think your bills are paid right now. I mean, like, yeah, thank God. Thank you know, God, right? Thank God. I mean, God has blessed me with many, with many, he opened the doors in crazy ways. Like, you know, I couldn't even, I couldn't even sit here and explain how much you know explain so <laughs> i mean well well i mean for me i battled a lot with you know trying to get trying to do what i wanted to do or pursue like a certain career like for me for example i'm a barber and i love i love being a barber i love cutting hair i love you know being at my barbershop i love the environment and i love what a barbershop can do you know to a man, and even how, how it edifies us, how one haircut can edify your soul. So being on the come up, you know, it's like opening on your business, you know, you're going to struggle. You know, I've, I I personally myself have been homeless, and I'm talking about like in every sense of the word, where I've had to, you know, sleep either on a friend's couch or my own car or at a park. You know, a lot of people don't know that, you know. Um, that's not something that, you know, I go out of my way to talk about, but, you know, this is part of my testimony. And, you know, in those, in those bleak moments, in those dark moments, that's when you really have to sit there and you, like, you have nothing else but to rely on your faith. You have nothing else but to rely on, like, God is looking at you. God is seeing you struggle and know that tomorrow is just going to be a sunny day. Like, you have something to fall back on, even if... You know, you might not see it, you know, 
as a, as the time goes by, like and you your face starts to develop more, it just it's inevitable. That's how it was for me. Like I had to constantly remind myself every day, no matter what. If I was sleeping in my car, I had to remind myself, yo, God, I know you have me. I know there's something bigger to this. I know you have my back. Like I'm not worried. This is only temporary. Like I had to train myself to keep telling myself that constantly. Constantly, like I know I'm doing this for a reason. Like I know you see me, and I know there's something bigger than this, you know. And praise be to God, God opened the doors, and you know, it's just just the miracles that God can do for you. It's just crazy. Would you say that in you telling yourself that every day, right? Basically, praising Him in times of struggle. Did you do you think that helped to better your personal relationship with him? Yeah, because it made me trust him more. It made me it, it made me want to um f- like go harder with like with my faith. It made me want to you know, like I, I had no other choice but to rely on him. Like it made me want to go farther, go that extra mile, you know, to really, you know, look for him because no one else was gonna pay my bills. No one else was gonna feed me but God. So it was it was definitely crucial. Even if I didn't, even if I had doubt, you know, even if I had like a, a, a an inch of doubt, you know, I had to at that moment I would have to even just almost I don't want to say lie to myself because I don't feel like that's the correct word, but like I would have to tell myself I had to drill it in my head like. God has your back. God will not let you go. God sees you struggle. Tears in my eyes and all. Would you say that prayer was also a very big thing for you and still is a big thing for you? Or is there anything else that you did? Or is it a combination, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I mean, that fasting helps. You know, prayer prayer and fasting obviously go hand in hand. But, I mean, you know, sometimes when sometimes when you're in the mix of things, you forget. You know, you forget to pray. You forget to 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 seek God because you have so much going on that you don't realize like what's really important. So with me, I guess it was it was just I had to stop almost almost like stop pressing pause on time. You know, no matter how much things you're going on, like yo, just stop for a second and for five minutes by yourself. Go to a bathroom stall. Go to you know, go to your car. Go you know, go somewhere and just. Praise God. Just thank you, God, because though I'm struggling right now, like I'm going somewhere because you're opening the doors. You're working in my life. You're making me stronger. You're making me better. Thank you, God. You know, God, I I just want to thank you. I just just thanking God, just being genuine, just seeking, just talking to God. That's all God wants at the end of the day. God just wants you to talk to him and just have a relationship with him, even if it's for five minutes, even if it's for 10 minutes, it, it helps. You'd be surprised how much five minutes can help. I agree with that. For I sure. agree with that. You know, like, life has so many ups and downs, and sometimes a lot of downs in prayer and just even praise. You know, like that one favorite praise song that yeah, you just got to play because you're sure. like, tears going to be falling, yeah, but it's okay. You know? Yo, boogers and... and <laughs> All, all this saliva and all of that it didn't matter. It, it did doesn't not matter. matter. It doesn't matter. That's how God wants us. God wants to see you at, at your best, but God also wants to see 
you know, God wants God wants to take you to a new place. So that way you don't have to go back to those dark times. I mean, obviously everybody's always gonna have different periods in their life, but just the progress is what God wants in his children. You know, just like you just like any other parent. God, you know, God wants the parents to you know, God wants, excuse me, God wants your kids to, his kids to grow, his kids to progress in life. Right. I agree with that. God is not a God of stagnancy. It's like you go one place, you get there, and it's like, oh, next place, next place, let's go, exactly. let's go. You get to the next place, oh, step three, let's go, let's go. So, no, <laughs> exactly. I agree. I ask that question because I know a lot of people struggle with the idea of forming a relationship with God. And especially like the idea of it like how do i like they say like read my bible but for some people reading their bible doesn't make sense like that's just not enough for them sometimes it's just it not just, just enough it just doesn't make it just it, it's it, they don't they can't grasp what's right. going on they right. can't grasp it exactly so there has to be other ways in which one can reach god you have to kind of personalize it to yourself yeah like whatever you, you like gets you in a place where you know that how do i say whatever gets you in a place where you can understand yourself the best i'm trying yeah. to find the best way to say it but whatever connects with you the best is usually what god will use to connect with you so if you're a writer i say write to god yeah if you like to sing songs or you like to create music or you like music, use music. I mean, something that also helped me was, hey, I just made a journal just entitled Dear God. Just, hey, write whatever's on your heart, bro. Like, I'm not I'm not even a writer, mind you. Like, I hate writing. But, <laughs> I mean, that was a form of, I guess, prayer because I, it's like I was writing prayers down. But I was just saying, dear God, thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for bringing me here. Thank you for taking me to school. Thank you because I ate something. Just something as simple as that. Just it doesn't have to see. The thing was, people don't think that people think that you need like something so extravagant to please God. When God, all at the end of the day, just wants your time. Just wants you. Just wants personal time with you. You know, just five minutes. Exactly, I agree with you. Um, moving on. So since you've starting to or started to know God for yourself, have you seen anything within you change, like for the better? Um, have you seen Him really working in your life in certain areas than before? I mean, for me, yeah, it was just personal growth, I guess. Um, being more positive, being less negative, having more positive energy, and just looking forward to what's next. You know, like sometimes when when you're in a dark space like I was, sometimes you just you want to you just you don't know if you're even going to like make it past like one day, you know. So when I started looking for God more personally, it was just more more or less just the growth, you know, like how much how much like I, I look forward to where I'm going to be from here on, you know, to next year or just progression, I guess. I guess, yeah, progression would probably be the best word I would say to um, describe what has changed, I guess, the most. Okay. And have you found, like, a community of people whom have helped you, like, get closer to God? Yes, of course. Like, my team... 
God bless my team because, yo, I don't know how they deal with my crazy ass sometimes, yo. The way, the way they, uh, they, the way they just, you know, the way they just, they talk to me, the, we, the fact that we can have a conversation about God, you know, just personal struggles, you know, they can check me, you know, and vice versa. It's always a blessing to have like-minded people around you. We're just people that should, that, that bless your life, you know, not only that you bless them, but that they bless you, you know? It's that's very important to me because without my friends, without you know my like well, I call my friends my family basically. Without them, like I don't I don't know how how far I would have made it because they they've been encouraging, they've been they motivate me, they you know they give me that hunger to look for more, to be better, to grow, you know. I agree. I'm in that crew, so I understand. Word, word. I understand. No, like shouts out to Dami. <laughs> like our crew and just the community of people we surround ourselves with. Like I thank God for them every yeah. day, because not that we're perfect, we're just really like imperfect not, people. We mad ugly. Mad ugly. <laughs> mad ugly. Like we do a lot of ugly things. We don't care. Like we can be in public and places where you're supposed to it's act. Just start normal. dancing out of nowhere just for no reason. Yeah, you like know? people would think we're probably crazy, but at the end of the day, Which our prayer are. life is strong wrong though. Prayer life is real strong. For real, though. for real, for real. For and real. if any of us need help, like we don't hesitate to just circle around that person and remind yeah, that person sure. who they are. Lift them up in prayer, just you know, lifting them up and just blessing them, you know, just to have a just to have a strong foundation of friends like that is is a blessing in itself. Right, and I would encourage like anybody out here who is listening and feels that they need a strong community of people. Just there's people out there. Find a mentor or find like just a group, maybe on your campus. Or uh, maybe a group that's maybe online. Anything that you can find that that people can pour back into you. Because it's true. Life really does empty us out. And we really do need love poured back into us. We cannot give love on course. E. Amen to that, for sure. Yeah, so sure. it's important to find a good group of people. Because for me, too, like they have held it down. I don't. Like, sure. For sure. Like, when times I couldn't even pray myself, like, they prayed for me. So, yeah, community is That's so That's very important, man. Community, just, you don't want to, I mean, I don't I don't think anybody can do it alone. That's something that my friends have taught me. Like, God places your friends for a reason. Like, I, if there's anything that my friends have stressed to me is that you really can't do this by yourself. You can't do life by yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's why God has people around you because, you know, and, and me, I'm incredibly stubborn. I'm not going to lie. And on top of that, like, I'm very, I'm fiercely independent, you know? So sometimes it's hard, especially for men, it's hard to ask for help. It's hard to, you know, seem vulnerable, you know, and ask like, hey, can you pray for me? I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with that. Like, I need help. You know, it's hard, but that's what friends are for. That's that's why God has placed them in your life for a reason. Right. I I was telling a group of friends and I also put it on social media that God is going to come in the form of people. Majority of the time if we're looking to see what God looks like, 
we're looking to the body of Christ. We're looking to people in 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 the church or people who have taken up this faith. And he will use those people to show you who he is. So if you have good friends, don't deny their help. Don't deny them because at the end of the day, you most likely are denying God. God is not going to come his hand from heaven. He could. I don't limit God. But he don't want to. He, he don't want to. He don't want to because it's like, why should I do these, that? People want these crazy signs of like, they want a blatant sign that says, this is God and this is what I'm... No, God doesn't... God doesn't want to operate like that. God wants you to, you know, God wants you to look. God wants you to try to find the answers. Look for him. The God doesn't want to just, God is not the type of God that just wants to, oh, he's going to just pop up and there it is. Nah, that's not how the, that's not how the world works. That's not how life works. And that's not how God wants to operate. Right. Like he shows up in people. Yeah. He shows up in anything, really. If you, if you, if if we can take the limits off of what he can do, like, he can show up in any way possible. He showed up as a donkey in the Bible, okay? Like, he can do anything that he wants to a do. A burning bush. A burning bro. bush. A burning bush. One thing I wanted to talk or ask you, I know we talked about advice before, but for anybody who, especially the males out there, who are feeling like they just can't get this walk right. Like, they just like, oh, my God, like, this God thing again. Like, he doesn't answer me. I can't hear him. Like, oh, he's, like, he's really there. I mean, I'll find him when I get there or whatever. Trust me. What advice? I know the struggle. I know the struggle. And that's something that even to this day I still feel like I struggle with sometimes, you know, just because I, I want to get closer. But one thing that at least my mentor and my pastor has you know, taught me was just start small. Just start minimal. Don't, don't, you know, if you can't, if you can't lift a 10 pound weight or if you can't lift a 50 pound weight, start with a 20 pound weight. Start small. Just when you wake up, read one chapter out of the Bible, just a random, even if it's a random one, you know, read the verse of the day and then read the chapter that follows, you know, or just go to the bathroom. When you're in the shower, just tell God, thank you. Thank you because I woke up this morning. Thank you because I went to work. Just something so minimal, you know, and us as Christians forget to do that too. You know, it doesn't matter what level you're in. You know, we're all human and that that's something that's very, you know, important to God. Just it doesn't have to be anything crazy that you have to do. It doesn't have to be anything outrageous, you know. You just when you wake up God, thank you. And then the next day, God, thank you because of this. And then the next day, God, thank you for this and that. And then, you know, open up the book, open up the Bible and just read a chapter, you know, for the first week. Next week, read two chapters. You don't have to go above and beyond. Just start light. That's how you build progress. Right. So basically just give him room. Yeah. Like just... Slowly but surely. Like, by time. Yeah, by time. Because I feel like some people also are intimidated at the thought of like knowing God because they have to be on this level and I have to look like that and I don't have the same person or same journey as that person does. and That's not the case. Everybody's journey is different. So Very. if you are starting to know God and want to know God, start off small. And I agree with that 100%. Like You don't just go to the gym 
and then start lifting a whole bunch of weights the first day. No, you start off slowly but surely and you build endurance over time. That It's a race. Yeah. This is a race, y'all. So you can't just go in there like full force. You're going to get burnt out and you're not going to understand what's going on. And eventually you're going to say, I don't care about this no more. So definitely take it step by step. So I agree with what you said. Like, makes perfect sense. Yeah. That's the best thing. That's the best thing I can tell you. I got to tell myself that sometimes, too. I got to, you know, you're not, like, for example, for me, I'm a barber, like I said. Um, you're not going to have a perfect fade the first time around. You got to start somewhere. The same goes with God. You got to start just somewhere. Just take five minutes off your time, you know. I mean, most of us have smartphones and most of us, spend god knows how many time like how much time on a smartphone like on a phone or on a computer just close it down for a second just read the bible just for five minutes and pray for five minutes you know start simple i think that works out pretty well so that is the end of our podcast i right I'm so happy that Chino came on the podcast. Um, he was actually really willing to come on. So please, y'all, show him some love, um, especially when I post this up. Um, I really appreciate him, and I'll tag him, and you can see all his work and his photos and everything. What barbershop do you work at? I work at Iron Cuts Barbershop. If you find yourself in the Miami area around FIU, we are located on 8550 Southwest 8th Street. Just ask for Chino. Um Either way, my whole team can cut you up. We all fresh. I appreciate the love, y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dami, for having me. This was fun. I had a great time. This was great. I like this one. That's right. So see y'all on the next episode. All right, one. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did creating it. If you'd like to stay in contact, please follow me on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Planter. So T-H-E-P-L-A-N-N-T-E-R. And you can also follow the blog and comment and just have conversation with me at theplanter.com. So again, T-H-E-P-L-A-N-N-T-E-R.com. Would love to hear from you. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode.